0: A lot of brandy. Really. Yeah. Like what? Uh like you would just run into people. You people
1: would, you know at South by Southwest.
0: Yeah. Because uh Because
1: it was like a town thing or it was like a, yeah. N- a worldwide Yeah, yeah, the thing. townies. You'd the run, townies.
0: You'd run into the other townies and then you'd be on your bike and they'd be on their bike and be like, Yo, who are you here to see? What's going on? And uh, they would, um, you know, they tell you, and, like, you would, like, say, like, I'd want to check those guys out. You'd be like, nah, that sounds like shit. I'm just going to do something else. (laughs) And, like, yeah, you'd just bike around, you know? Um, And uh, also, like, if you had friends in a band, they typically were playing at, like, a venue that was not officially part of South By, which was, and I'm assuming still is, something that happens at South By where it's like, if you, if you want to play during South By and you're not actually part of South By, then you just say fuck it, and you just find a venue that's open during South By. Like
1: a music venue, or, yeah, or yeah. what?
0: Or or your friend's house. You know? No shit. Which, yeah, yeah. And there would also be like uh, a shit ton of people that would just have like bands play at their house all fucking day until the cops came.
1: What time would the cops come?
0: It depends. It depended on how many times the fucking neighbors called. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Did it depend on the band or depend on, on the hood? Yeah,
0: no, both, both. Like, like yeah. where was it? Uh, a lot of shit would go down in, like, Hyde Park. A lot in of, this area? Yeah, because um, it was, like, kind of central and it wasn't that far from downtown. Uh, East Austin, too, you know... Um but yeah, yeah. Uh I don't know. It was just like it was spectacular because you just didn't know what kind of trouble you were gonna get into that day. That you know? day. Oh yeah. You would wake up and you would like grab the chronicle. You had to have the chronicle. There were th- there the were the Austin
1: newspaper the yes, Chronicle.
0: Yes. There were th- there were a few things <laughs> that you had to have. You had I to had have a bicycle, you okay. had to have a lock. It was a very. It was advisable to have a bag. You also if a lock,
1: you were, a bag, a bicycle. Yeah. And what if you didn't have a lock, a bag, a bicycle? I
0: mean, then you got one. Then you like called up a friend. You're like, "Yo, do you have a bike?" And okay. And you would get your hands on this shit. And then you had to get a Chronicle from somewhere. Okay. Because I mean, like, yeah. I mean, the shit wasn't on your phone yet. I mean, sure it was, but like everybody would just like have a Chronicle. I don't know. And like, I like to start my day off at a coffee shop. Spider House is pretty central, you know. So I would start off there. And typically, there were bands playing there too, because okay. Spider House would just have bands. I'm sure they still do this.
1: Right, I'm but just what old year now. was this? Is this different from the from yeah. the like 20, 20, 2020 era?
0: Ten. Yeah. Eleven. So it's like
1: 2010, 2011.
0: 12, you know. Um, Yeah, and so you would... You would, uh...
1: No shit.
0: You'd start off at Spider House. I did. A few of us did. You'd read through the Chronicle. You'd figure out which shit you wanted to saw. And then you would, like, figure out who else wanted to do that. And then you would, like, go uh, see shows with them. And get just completely blasted. (laughs) And, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then typically people would have house parties in the evenings... Because nobody wanted to pay for shit, and so and nobody had a goddamn wristband. Um,
1: so the wristband thing was still relevant back in the back in the day with South by. It wasn't this like free for all where you just go to like random houses and watch shows, or was it this like?
0: No, I mean it's against- just like nobody bothered with the wristband thing. Okay. That I knew of. There are a few people that. That would try and go to venues and like get in without a wristband. Okay. That just never appealed to me because I thought fucking standing in line was for chumps. Right. And, you for know? Chumps, absolutely. And so we didn't do that. We just right. did. Interesting. Uh, and so, yeah. We'd go see all of the shit that was free during the day that you didn't need to fucking stand in line for. And then at night, we'd go to somebody's house who's having a fucking party. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you know them? No. Actually, I'm pretty sure we knew everybody <laughs> whose house party we went to. Um, yeah, yeah. And they're still be there. Were, there were one year, okay, do you remember Mark uh, Strelacki? Yes, I do. Okay, so Mark Strelacki would have these parties at this house on the east side. Okay. That was in the heart of the Cherrywood neighborhood
1: that was in the heart of the Sherrywood yes. neighborhood. Oh, shit.
0: And they all lived in this house that they called The Birdcage.
1: The Birdcage?
0: The Birdcage. Like the movie.
1: Cage. like the movie. Like yeah, The like
0: Birdcage. Yeah, like Okay. The movie. Okay. Okay. And so, they'd have these parties at The Birdcage and, like, you'd just walk in and there would be, like, a band set up in the living room and they'd be playing and sometimes <laughs> it, everybody would just be all about it. Other times, there'd just be, like, a couple people just watching this fucking band and everybody else would just be out on the lawn talking i mean people were you know ruthless like if they didn't like you they didn't give a shit they would they'd just be like well i'm gonna go get shit-faced and have a cigarette on the front porch no shit yes
1: and that was it that's what they would do
0: yes and so uh yeah i mean like yeah and and so you just hang out at your friend's house you know uh have a good time catch up with people this is also like people's spring break I say people's spring break we were adults but like we worked at the school for the blind so you know it was our adult spring break
1: adult spring break yeah and that's what it was like yeah so South by Southwest in Austin is like the adult spring break
0: I mean if you worked at TSB yeah yeah if you worked at the school for the blind over there school for that matter right yeah yeah you know um but It was an experience. It wasn't like some magical time. It wasn't. You know, and it's not completely dead either. Right. It's just like, it's, at this point in time, I would say it's, it's transformed. Austin has transformed into an adult theme park. That's what it is.
1: Right. An adult theme park. You know, like,
0: it's, it's almost like a more, uh, uh, It's like uh, Vegas. Yeah,
1: it's like like Las Vegas. Absolutely.
0: You can just, you can choke it down better. You know, like if I, (laughs) if I lived in Las Vegas, I would be chronically depressed and I would have to go to a therapist to keep myself from killing myself.
1: Because, because you you lived in Vegas Vegas. or because. Yeah,
0: because you live in Vegas.
1: So that. So, what's the take on that with Austin?
0: What's the take? Well, the take on that is that Austin is still like that adult playground where Mm -hmm. uh, fucking people come just to get lit and like go see shows and like uh, take their fucking Instagram photos. But I don't need to see a psychiatrist uh, about severe depression, right? Because I live here. Now that might because I live here. Yeah. Well. Because it's not like Vegas. Right. That's why. That's why. Now, it also might be like because I was born and raised here.
1: Okay, so and you're so it's kind a of like bitter a bitter critter No, no, now, no, yeah. no,
0: no. It's like a, it's like a uh, frog in a boiling pot of water scenario where it's just getting that much worse and I don't realize it. Right. Um, but, I don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my take on Austin. That's ACL's, your take on Austin. ACL's the same way. Uh, uh, you know... Like, yeah, that's this, this. That is the state of affairs.
1: That is the state of affairs. But going back to South by, what what was like one of the most random things you saw? Because it was a different South by. Because, like, the South by that I went to was very, very formal. I would sit at Hotel Vegas, which is a venue on 6th Street. Yeah. And I would get in because I have yeah. friends, they get me in there. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah, would yeah. camp out all fucking day until the headliner played which is normally 9 times out of 10 the O.C.'s which is the Grey Pan. and they're fun and they love playing Austin and we love having them but I've never been to South By as an experience as a spectrum to go on Yeah. so I don't know where it varies well
0: but that's just it like neither have I like that's the thing is that like there's almost like two South By's that are happening simultaneously there's like the official South By where people are coming in with from the out rich of town. Band and all that right? yeah yeah to work uh, and then there's like the the South By that's going on where it's like they're all bands that somebody fucking knows you know right that called them up and was like yo if I come to town with my band can we crash right. at your place right you know right and so like so we do it too that's the South By I experienced
1: that guy is like pruning a tree
0: with his hands nice i i don't know how
1: that's gonna go but uh, i just don't think it's a good idea to hold the branch of a tree Mm. under pressure and then use snippers i mean we're we're sitting in a backyard shooting shooting the shit you know having (gasps) having well Uh i'm sober so we're having Water. water.
0: I'm also having water. I'm
1: also having water. So it's hot in
0: Texas. Upset about this.
1: <SSSSSSSği> so upset about what? The
0: fact that I don't have booze right now.
1: That you don't have booze. That's your own fault.
0: It's true. That yeah. is your
1: own fault. And you have on done both that.
0: accounts. On both. Like accounts? it's double entendre because it's it's my own fault that I'm upset about it. It's my also my own fault that I don't have booze right.
1: Now. Right, because you came yeah. to your sober friend's house, which is your own, your own fucking fault.
0: Uh So. Thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That happened. There there are a lot of venues that closed before I got here in 2015.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: what was that like during South Vine? I mean,
0: people talk about, like, venues that closed. Right. And I'm sure, like, they meant something to people. Right. You know, to certain people that just, like, hung out there a bunch, and they were just, like, really bummed that they closed. Right. Uh, there are also venues that close, and the thing that opened up in that venue's place is a total piece of shit. And so that really is a loss. Okay. Like, I've talked to you about Love Joys before. I was there, like, a handful of times. But I could tell that, like, they just had a cult following, and it was just an awesome bar mm-hmm. that was also right off of Dirty Six. Mm-hmm. So you had all this bullshit, and then there was this, like, nice gym of a genuine... Divey bar, divey bar, and you had the crusty people that went there, right? And just got shit faced after work, and also like you know saw shows there, right?
1: And that was was that a music venue or was it straight up like liquor bar?
0: Honestly, I do not recall.
1: <laughs> I do not recall. So clearly,
0: <laughs> I don't. I didn't even see a show there. I'm sure. Th- right. I'm sure they had people play there. I just like it. It wasn't my cup of tea because it was downtown, and I had to be near all of that shit on sixth street right um and so but i mean like the the night that that shit closed down was a fucking animal house that was do they like, had music again i do we're not talking about shows. you don't know you don't know no because we're I'm, talking about no, shows on this podcast. I'm, yeah no i know i know right but oh god tell me there's so like everybody is smoking inside the smoking hasn't been allowed in austin for years at this point nobody gives a fuck they're running out of liquor like left and right <laughs> that was one of i think that was the only time in my entire life right that i have been cut off at a bar <laughs> uh where i just like i kept asking for drinks and at one point the the big ass dude behind the bar whose name i believe is waldo was like nah you're done Nah, you're good. You're done.
1: You're 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 good. Your time for you to go
0: home. Um, I saw a man try and start shit with people in the bar. Patrons from the bar, not even the bar staff. Patrons from the bar took him outside, and then like took at, who outside? The guy that was trying to be belligerent. He just walked in and started to like start fights with people. Was he
1: in the band? No.
0: No, 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 no. There was no band. Okay. There was just, like, some dude, like, fucking trying to start shit from the street. Right. Uh, Ugh. And, like, they took him out, and, like, as soon as it became apparent that he wasn't going to just be cool and chill the fuck out. Right. He was talking to three dudes, and one of them just, like, swung at his fucking nose, like, square and center, knocked him out, one blow, one punch, one kill. He goes down cold. He's just, like, out. The two without... The two other dudes that were talking to him, without skipping a beat, grab a fucking arm each and drag him into the alley across the street, drop him, and then walk away like nothing fucking happened.
1: That's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. Yes. That's great.
0: It was... It was... uh, It was eloquent in a way um, I have not experienced.
1: There was... uh, When I was a teenager... Since... There was a, a, a guy that was, like, really aggressive at, at one of the, like, local venues that we used to hang out at. And, and when you're underage, a lot of the venues that you go to, especially, like, in the suburbs of, of, you know, Long Island or New Jersey, they're usually, like, BFW, like, smoke lodges or whatever. Yeah. So that's where you would hold a lot of these local shows. You would lie and say that it was a graduation party and there would be no live music. And then you'd show up... <laughs> And you'd load in all the live music as fast as you could. So nobody would see it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you would play. Yeah. And, and the curfew was at 11, so you'd have to do it before the cops came. And it was all like underage, DIY.
0: What time would you start?
1: 6.30? 7?
0: So you had from 7 to 11. So you had four hours. Right um cram as
1: many bands as you can
0: how many how many bands could you get in in like four hours
1: each band depending on who was booking it had 30 40 minutes yeah and usually a lot of people would bail a lot of people would bail the car would break down or somebody's girlfriend broke up with them or their mom said no because we're young we're not even close to 21. We're yeah, yeah. young, doing this shit. So you have to like, kind of like, swing by the rate of the crowd, and the noise went on to eleven. So we would call it ten thirty, and then it'd take you another thirty minutes to kick everybody out. So you're done by. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, long story short, um, this kid and I got into it with my charisma. And Nokia phones were very, 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 very popular. The
0: brick, yes. The brick. The brick.
1: So, I don't know how I knew this, but he's screaming at me, threatening to do me like real bodily harm at the top of the stairs. Terrific. And he's at the top of the stairs, and I'm like three stairs down, and he's ready to put his hand on my throat. A gentleman, real winner. A
0: gentleman and a scholar.
1: Oh man, gentleman and a scholar, real <laughs> fucking winner. And I knew that the Nokia was durable enough, so I just threw it at his head. That's right. I yeah. just threw it at his head from a length shot, and there was a local band playing. It was my favorite local band. <laughs> And it was a local band in Garfield, New Jersey. And they were playing. And I was pissed that I was missing it. And the name of the band was called My Only Hope. And I was like, fuck you. I'm missing this band. You're a piece of shit. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill you in the alleyway. I'm like, really? Really? You're going to do this? And I chuck the phone to his head. And his head just kind of like snaps back and i like shove them out of the way pick up the phone
0: you and retrieve go right the inside phone. you retrieve the phone that's great i
1: retrieve yeah. the phone because it's my phone i don't have what am i how are my parents gonna get yeah. me you yeah. know what i mean or how whoever gonna pick me up i need the yeah. phone so the moral of the story is nokia works yeah that is my... If I can ever get them to sponsor this podcast, I will.
0: Never, never. Can't you
1: know? So, yeah. It's just talking about kind of, like, shit like that. Kind of random shit. And I, I had moved to Austin for kind of that, like, do-it-yourself ethos. I was kind of hoping that there would be a lot more house shows and a lot more house parties, if you will, with music. Kind of like in Austin Like when we saw fucking street sex Yeah Do you remember that?
0: Yeah I do And then like
1: That That's what I was hoping for uh,
0: I think I don't fucking know Part of the issue is that I'm too fucking old now You're too fucking old You know so I don't know anybody That still does this shit
1: Right You're too old and shaded. um, What a shame
0: You know the other part is that like I think Austin is gradually Becoming an older town like just the demographics, just a little older, right? Um, I
1: believe it. But,
0: but like, so you don't have as many people that'll just like throw a house party anymore, right? You know, for sure. Like, um, for sure, I agree with that too. But like, it still does happen. Oh, I'm sure. You know. Uh huh. Occasionally. Occasionally. Possibly.
1: Every once in a blue moon, yeah. you get a text message while you're at a Christmas party. And somebody's like, you need to go see this industrial band. And I'm like, cool, I think I will. I think I was might. Was that Christmas? That was Christmas, yeah. That
0: we went to go see them? or that you When went we to-
1: went to go see that band, it was Christmas.
0: God. Good God. A
1: couple what? years ago, though. Yeah. Like, first year that we hung out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you came over to my mom's for Christmas? Yes. Okay, and then we went to go see Street Sex.
1: No, no, this is before that. This was when you went to the Christmas party with me and Noodle at Jackalope. Oh. And it was super boring and super lame. So Scott texts me and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, now that you ask, Nothing. And they're like, you need to get to this house in East Austin right now because there's this industrial band playing. (laughs) Yeah. And so we did. And, you know, I just love how you like them because it's not your cup of tea.
0: Well, speaking of experiences where it's just like you. Just the show. Okay. This the show, show right? The the show is hilarious because I had not been to a house party in a hot minute.
1: What, like years?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you were like, "Let's go." And we're going. I Done. I didn't Bye. have any to anything to lose because, as you said, we were at the Jack lobe. Right. You know, self-explanatory. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we show up and it's a like a punk house again. Right nowadays I, I feel as if that is a rarity in austin i believe it so i was already excited right um and then you know uh like we just open the door and it's packed full of people as if like they've been put in there against their will do you know like, right <laughs> and and it just like the fog the fog starts pouring out of the door right you know <laughs> And there's, it's black, it's pitch black, like, you know, and so we just both step in and we close the door and then the strobes start, right? you know, and I've tried to explain this to people since then, the amount of strobe where it's like, you know, if you are packed that closely together, that means there's somebody directly in front of you, you know? Right. And, and... You know, if it's strobes, then you'd you'd think you would be able to see, like, a silhouette of a person standing directly in front of you. No fucking way. And instead, you could maybe, like, kind of uh, make out a shape or a blob or something in front of you. But it was just, like, the strobe alone was so fucking violent (laughs) that it was amazing. Uh (laughs) And... uh, you know and yeah and then they started playing the crazy shit and it was great um but no yeah just just between the fog machine and the strobe that was hilarious it's putting a it nut uh it was a good time and yeah. we only saw like five minutes of it and we saw five filled. minutes of it because it was, it
1: was the last two songs of the set yeah because we were coming from what the southern part of austin
0: yeah but it's so wildly entertaining. But it
1: was wildly entertaining. I had thought that we, um, the name, the name of the band is, sh- is Street Sex, like Street Section, and I had. I also think that these um, mosquito patches don't work. No. But really. Long- I don't think they were,
0: because I'm getting eaten
1: alive. It doesn't matter. Long story short, the band was called Street Sex, and I had never heard of them. Scott knew the keyboardist of the band and was like, you need to come fucking see this because your forte is industrial metal. And I was like, cool. All right, cool. Long story short, we saw the last two songs of that band, and I couldn't tell where the ceiling was and where the floor was because of all the fog and all the smoke machines and all the lasers and all the strobe. I thought that we were behind the drum kit.
0: Yeah. That's, and yeah, you had no idea. I had no idea. We first opened the door. Right. And like, we were like, oh, fuck, are we walking in behind the band? Right. Yeah, I remember thinking that too. Right. And they were like, oh well, fuck it, we'll just go inside. Right. And then we didn't know where we were.
1: And the thing that was crazy is that I found out later that the band was on the other side of the house.
0: No, bullshit. Yes,
1: yes, the band was on the other side of the house. We were just with bystanders, with people. The- and he had a chainsaw through the living room, just running around with a fucking like dull chainsaw. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And I was hooked on that band afterward. Yeah. Absolutely hooked. And I just, I thought that the audience had hooded um, robes on. I didn't know it was just people just standing there. Yeah. I thought it was Yeah. Um, part of the show. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh my God, like what the fuck is going on? Everyone's in hooded robes if they weren't it was yeah. just that yeah, was yeah. the atmosphere was that like they created sort of like,
0: weird like punk house version of eyes wide shut right where you <laughs> just like, walk into fucking people right with goddamn hoods on mm-hmm. probably naked listening to fucking metal music and which is fine music which is great um god uh I would, I would not put it past you to find that show in Austin. I'll
1: find it. Yeah. I'll fucking find it. I'm not worried about it. Oh, I'm not worried God. about it. I know enough people. And now that, you know, now the, the the way of the world that we're in, I mean, that might be the new thing. Yeah. The house shows. Seriously. If you think about it.
0: Uh, Yeah, probably. With
1: all of this coronavirus and not being able to hold a large capacity venue.
0: Yeah, but then you're going to have people showing it. it's going to be weird though. Like it's gonna people are going to be people are going to be like, "Well, I don't know who your friends are, right. so I don't know that's if I'm going to come over." Right. When really that doesn't fucking matter. It could easily be like you or your friends that's exposing somebody and not knowing it. Right. So I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I just uh I think I think venues are going to open back up because they don't have a choice. They have to make money, and because the the United States government is not providing a means for which people can support themselves nor their business. Right. Other than other than like you know like uh, unemployment, you know, it's you know. A joke. I don't know. I had yeah, to pay all my debt. Yeah, back. I know. I, I don't.
1: Know. I don't. I don't know.
0: What a fucking system, Jesus. Jesus. But. You know, that doesn't take care of your business. Right, it doesn't take care of anything. Those small business loans, like, dried up faster than...
1: Anything else.
0: A fucking puddle. Right. You know, so...
1: And there's that.
0: But, yeah, I think that they will reopen. And then I think that there'll just be many people who die.
1: Many people. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping that... I mean, maybe, maybe I'm overzealous, but I'm kind of hoping that, like... Somebody with capital and revenue wants to do the whole, like, rock and roll venue dream and try and invest in something and make it work. And even if it fucking only lands for six months, I'll be thrilled because <laughs> it's a new what, place.
0: What kind of shit would they do, though?
1: Um, I was hoping kind of like a venue, not a bar, but like a venue. And it would curate to a particular crowd. Kind of like what Empire does, how they're branching out with, like, industrial metal. And they used to be the whole, like, dubstep, trip-hop, Burning Man crowd for a while. Yeah. Or, like, or, like, um, yeah, or, like, hip-hop. And then they, they went to, like, metal. I've seen maybe, what, 10 or 15 metal shows there. They did Austin Terror Fest there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they had oh, yeah, TRST yeah, yeah, yeah. We there. We went. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, oh, was it? Uh,
1: I danced till my feet bled. It was beautiful.
0: Uh, it was fucking
1: beautiful. No,
0: yeah, but it's kind of like. Um,
1: did my ugly crying at that fucking place?
0: That's like Hotel Vegas. Yeah,
1: I mean Hotel mm. Vegas has a great mo. You know, they have what they've been doing is fantastic. But I'll tell you, like when I first got to Austin, I talked a lot of trash about it and that I wasn't. I wasn't into that crowd because I was just so hardcore and metal. I was like, there's no way that they could ever branch out. And they actually did. They got a little makeover and they actually figured out how to get all sorts of bands from all genres in there. And I really loved that institution. And that's why I love Barracuda because they brought... Fucking metal acts that I have only seen in like Canada and are now in Austin. And I was literally shitting my pants. I was like, there is no way that this band is coming to fucking Texas and venues like Hotel Vegas and venues like the now closed Barracuda would do it. And I would sit there with stars in my eyes. I just couldn't believe it, you know? Because when you grow up in New York City, you're just spoiled. I'm sure. Oh my God, you're just rotten spoiled with every genre ever known to man. And you could get away with seeing nine different genres in one day if you wanted to. Yeah. And I was like, Well, fuck it. Austin has to be like that because it's the live music capital of the world. Uh
0: that's no. such bullshit.
1: I was I was sorely mistaken, but I really do love especially now, with with the absolute finesse that um hotel vegas and barracuda had i mean they just upped the game they upped the game i mean i don't know any i don't know any venue in austin quite like them
0: now but oh god coming from a barracuda, new york yes.
1: perspective
0: vegas is great no yeah it has its place and like they they have like a lot of uh local acts that they've like curated yeah you
1: know that they've curated i believe
0: and given and given them like a space to like do their shit right but i was just always found it really hilarious uh that they had this like dress code at hotel Vegas. oh
1: yeah they do and like i would always 1980s hustler ad
0: and i would like i would tell people like about the dress code at vegas and like people had been there before and they'd be like what are you talking about? There's not a dress code. And it's like, you know what the fuck I'm talking about.
1: I know exactly what you you're know, talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah. You do. I do. Because you're not full of shit. And like other people would be like, I don't know. What, what do no, you mean? No, there's a dress code. And I'm like, you know what I'm talking card. about. So there's why don't people? you
1: explain yeah. the dress code?
0: I don't even fucking know. Like, handlebar mustaches, fucking long hair, fucking goddamn baseball shirts. <laughs> uh, fucking... Uh like nineteen seventies denim. Anything nineteen seventies I
1: feel denim? like it's weekend at Bernie's that gave up.
0: Listen, they just you let wear the guy die. A goddamn <laughs> pair of vintage Levi's and a like fucking uh vintage like denim jacket and nothing else and you'd be set. Like right. you just walk in there bare chested with a jacket on. <laughs> you know, like Right. Oh, God. And it's it's not I'm not trying to hate. No, <laughs> you know, like, no. But i mean we're
1: gonna go as soon as we're funny, allowed to go
0: no 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 no. And it's what's open. funny is that it just like nobody talks about it because again like if it is it to it's the elephant like, in the room what do you mean dress code i'm like motherfuckers you like, see this yeah you see how this works you know, you've done this to yourself it's i just find it entertaining and it just you know things, i
1: find it like walking into mars after living on planet earth yeah sure for sure I mean from a from that perspective from from an east coast perspective yeah holy shit like I've never seen anything like it I'm like what the fuck is this girls running around with rollers in their hair like this is nuts this is not feathered fucking hair in, ni- in 2020 i are sitting there going 1978 2020 so yeah so yeah and that's about it well thanks John yeah, for yeah, that yeah of but, course yeah but yeah. I think so I don't know yeah you know so that's, that's it. That's really it. But, uh, thanks for coming on the, on Loud as Love and, and talking about life and music and things that have, yeah. you've participated in, John. Yeah. So, yeah. Very good.
0: Um, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for participating.
0: When, how much am I getting paid? You're not. You can uh, fuck off with son
1: that. of a bitch. You can fuck off. Quick. So, yeah. Uh, I this is cool Loud as Love podcast with, uh, Lauren Darcy and, uh, And John, and this was the first episode. Thanks for listening in.